said this has been one of those discussions that people have steered away from for a very long time but I think now we can really get into it and let's see if you're a doubter in this and do not believe the evidence maybe you can take the time to do the research and try to prove yourself right. For those who just say, well, I believe in the science. Well, then now you kind of have to. But let's see. Let's see what, uh, what we find out here. So let's start, shall we? Are giants real? At some point in our distant past, were there ancient people of enormous size that walked the earth and dominated the planet like we do now? A lot of knowledge of the world's past has been lost through the ages. Some destroyed by war, some ruined by natural disasters, some neglected by mankind's own ignorance and the lack of appreciation 
and sun simply disappeared as natural consequence of the passing of time. But while much has been lost, much also remains to be discovered and has been discovered. And the clues to answering questions like whether or not giants existed on the planet just lies below our feet. In recent years, due to a number of mysterious findings around the world supporting the idea that giants walked the Earth a long, long time ago, more and more people are seriously considering the possibility that gigantic humans slash human-like creatures are more true than mythological beings. But before we go any further on the archaeological evidence available supporting the existence of ancient giants, let's briefly discuss how many old stories of enormous beings there are treated today as nothing more than simply myth. For everyone out there who attends some sort of church or religious sanctuary, especially in the Christian religion. Let's take a quote, shall we, from Genesis, King James Bible. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. The same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. In some traditions of the Old Testament, these giants are referred to as the Nephilim, which some say were born of the union between fallen angels and the descendants of Adam. One more example of giants having been mentioned in the Bible is, of course, the famous story of Goliath, the champion of the Philistine army, who engaged in a famous battle with David, as told in the book of Samuel. Ancient Greeks had the Titans. It was said that a primordial goddess gave life to the Titans, the giants who roamed the earth before the Olympians and mankind could. However, the Titans were eventually overthrown by the Olympians, and they had suffered terrible fates of torture and oblivion. Several Native American tribes have also passed down legends of giants who were wiped out. For one, the tradition of the Choctaw people spoke out about a race of giants that once lived in what is now known as the state of Tennessee, referred to as the Nahalo. The ancestors of the Choctaw came into contact with these race of white giants when they crossed the Mississippi River. The Nahalo were said to be cannibals, and the Choctaw eliminated these giants to make their existence more peaceful and safe. Other tribes like the Comanches, the Navajo, the Manta, indigenous people also passed down stories of white giants that supposedly inhabited different parts of the continent a long, long time ago. The stories of indigenous people are often overlooked. I always find that ridiculous. They were here before we were. They saw the country before we changed it. These are groups of people that at that time had never seen 
a light-skinned person. Much like a lot of tribes in Africa had never seen light-skinned people. So how are they describing white giants in the country if they had never seen light-skinned people before? Now there has been finds all over the world, but here in the United States, despite the abundance of archaeological proof supporting the existence of giants, mainstream science had until now stubbornly remained silent when it came to affirming and recognizing the theory that an ancient race of giants once inhabited parts of the world, including and particularly the United States. America's true story has now been proven to be mostly a cover-up. I know it sounds paranoid, but this has now been recognized as fact. America's true history since the 1880s has been suppressing the discoveries of giant skeletons found in many Native American burial mounds. I know. I'm as surprised of it as you are. For a while, I thought, myths and legends, with a little bit of hope that maybe it was true. Well now, this country, anyway, has recognized that it is. At the time, in the 1880s, there was even rumors of the Smithsonian going so far as not only to hide deep, deep, deep in their archives the evidence of these giant people, but destroying the burial mounds in America that used to litter the countryside. It, they were everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Every time a home was built, and evidence was found. Every time a farm was tilling its field and evidence was found, the thing to do was to contact the authorities. The authorities would contact the Smithsonian, which would bring in experts to prove or disprove what you're saying. They would take the evidence and magically it would disappear. For they would not want that type of controversy being talked about in small circles in the United States, contradicting our, at that time, perceived explanation of the existence of humanity. Over 1,000 accounts of seven-foot and taller skeletons have reportedly been unearthed from ancient burial sites over a 200-year-plus period in North America. Newspaper accounts, town and county histories, letters, scientific journals, diaries, photos, and the Smithsonian's own papers have carefully documented this. These skeletons have been reported from coast to coast with strange anatomic abnormalities such as double rows of teeth, jaw bones so dense and big that could engulf the head of a normal person. Elongated skulls were also found in most every state. Now, thanks to freedom of information and people finally stepping up to admit things that were done wrongly in the past, 
This is from the Smithsonian's actual papers. It says, We have identified at least 17 skeletons that stood over 7 feet tall, including one example that was just over 8 feet tall, and the skull with a 36-inch circumference was found in Illinois. The skull was found in 1873, when the average skull size is about 20 inches in circumference. Here are some of the discovery headlines that were actually printed in the papers in the cities and towns where these things were found. Headline, giant skeletons found in gravel pit, dry bones of a man of abnormal size unearthed by workers using shovels. The lost city of giants in the hills of Sonora, Mexico, an explorer has found 34 mummies, each one over seven feet tall. Some professors who have been digging in the Indian mounds of Pennsylvania have unearthed the skeleton of a brave who must have stood almost 12 feet high. The reason the Smithsonian and other colleges destroyed these precious finds were to preserve the mainstream narrative of our human evolution. Here's another quick example. It was in New England. A large barrel was found. It was estimated to be from about 9,000 BC. It was reported in the Syracuse Herald in 1983. Anthropologists from the Buffalo Museum of Science found 1,400 artifacts while digging. It was called the Phoenix Hill, a large mound that was found, and it was never disturbed until then. But these mounds were found all over New York, New England, Jersey, all up and down the East Coast. 1811 was some of the years, 1871, and they just kept finding them every year. But as the American population grew, we pushed everything aside. We cleared the land for progress, which in doing so removed a lot of the evidence and a great part of our own human history. One of the ancient mysteries about giants has finally been proven as true. Now this was very controversial for a very long time. But there was a place in Nevada called Lovelock Cave. Now this was the spot where people really started to believe that there were giants. However, a lot of the remains had gone missing, surprisingly. But now the powers that be have admitted that yeah, we, we got rid of quite a few of them. Lovelock Cave, as I said, was in Nevada. And for many years, human remains were put on display in museums there. Most of the bones and skulls were once considered historical artifacts, but have been returned into the tribe's burial areas. These oversized bones were proof 
that giants existed. However, science came in and said, no, it's just a one-off. It was a one person with a disorder that caused their bones to grow, you know, at a great rate, and they probably died very early. But, as the history goes of the Native American people, it says that these giants lived in the cave. They were large, light-skinned, and red-haired. According to them, they terrorized the villages. But below the cave, at one point in time, there used to be a big lake with reeds. And they would go down and collect the reeds and fish. But they were way too intimidating for the tribesmen that were there. Some say they even stole their children. Possibly ate their dead. So at one time, the tribes got together and decided we're going to eradicate them. They launched a small war against these giants. And they drove them back into the caves even further. To trap them in the cave, they collapsed it. And on the outside of the cave, they started massive fires to smoke them out, depriving them of the air. Eventually, this did kill them, according to the Native American history. Later on, a group of cavers and amateur archaeologists went into the cave, moving away rocks, seeing the evidence of charred sides that have been there for hundreds of years. Inside they had found large skeletal remains of what appeared to be a family, including children, but were all over seven to eight foot tall. One of the really interesting finds that was found by these people were not only the skeletal remains, but as I previously mentioned, these giants would go down to the lake to collect reeds. And with these reeds, they wove shoes and other things. But a sandal was found. The sandal was about 22 inches long, perfectly preserved. This, for a lot of people, was the smoking gun for the existence of giants. Now here's the interesting question I have for you. Giants are still being seen today. A lot of people believe they're roaming around. As a matter of fact, we know that there's a lot of gigantic people living in and around the world abnormally tall. We've seen them on TV. Very famous giant, such as Andre the Giant, did have a condition called gigantism. Now, there is a type of medical condition that is extremely unhealthy that does make your bones grow extremely fast and eventually becomes brittle and eventually it will kill you. But a lot of very tall people 
live very healthy lives, and we don't look at them any differently nowadays, do we? Have you watched a basketball game? How many people do you know that are over six, six, three? We've seen them. But even more than that, there's actually video footage of extremely tall people and families. Home movies. Where did they get this gene? It kind of makes you wonder. It has to be in the bloodline somewhere. It's the same type of gene that, just in reverse, that creates very small people. If you have a family whose average height is about five foot eight, and then all of a sudden you have someone who's born who is three foot, well, that gene just is in that line somewhere. Where did it come from? Same thing with the tall ones. You know what I always found interesting though? Many people say, well, if there was giants now, then we'd see evidence of it. People would report it. Well, we do know now that there were giants then. Probably thousands of years there were giants then. But since 1920, more and more people have reported seeing giants, in a matter of speaking, across the United States, in the wilderness. A steady increase from 1920 to 2020. As a matter of fact, within the past year or so, over 3,313 reported sightings have been claimed. A lot of them have been looked at by news media, anthropologists, and what have you. But we don't call these giant sightings, do we? And these people are claiming to see something that is at least seven foot in height, very large boned, big jawed, slightly pointed skull. Well, that sounds a lot like a Sasquatch, doesn't it? A Bigfoot. I may do another talk on this more in depth, but I always wondered, maybe those giants from years ago still do exist. Now you're saying to yourself, now he's comparing Bigfoots to giants. This is just a personal theory of mine, so please, bear with me. Since we now have proof that they did exist, giants, especially in the United States, the admission of a cover-up all these years really opened the door for more investigation. But a lot of people would say, well, if you're comparing giants to Bigfoots and you think they're still alive, how come we don't see them? Why are they not, you know, more prevalent? Well, we, as I said, there are lots of sightings of Bigfoots.
the giant creatures of the forest. But let me revert back to a statement, a quote, that may explain why we don't see Sasquatch, possibly giants, as much as we should. So the quote is, again, Genesis 6-4, King James. There were giants in the earth in those days. We're right there. That could explain why we don't see them. It doesn't say there, there were giants on the earth in those days. It says there were giants in the earth those days. Are we talking about a race of humanoid beings that primarily live underground. This planet is full of cave systems. There are caves in every state in the United States. There are caves in every country. Is that why we're not seeing them? Is that the reason we rarely get to see them on the top of the ground? walking around, why 3,300 sightings have been reported just this year? I wonder. Maybe that's why there were very few giants reported in history. Not all of them came up. David and Goliath Goliath was a giant. In some reports, he had a very unusual jaw structure, that he was almost as tall as two, two and a half men. Armies were terrified of him, that he could break them in half or possibly bite them in half. Some kings throughout the histories have been reported to be abnormally large size. There is a tribe in Africa that worshipped a light-skinned, red-haired, gigantic god that ruled for almost 200 years before disappearing from their histories. I'd recommend going through historical accounts of famous individuals to really see how larger than life these people really were. You would be amazed at how many giant figures contributed to our understanding of human culture and evolution. But getting back to the Bigfoot idea a large, hairy creature with a pointed head. Massive jaws, massive hands, massive feet. Always looking dirty. Well, why do they look dirty? Well, maybe they are in the earth. Science and most people think that Sasquatch is something like Gigantopithecus a large prehistoric ape that used to roam the planet.
we do that because we we think of the fur and the and the behavioral traits that are reported from eyewitnesses but those behavioral traits are not much different than human traits but we are not apt to just say maybe it's actually a type of person well maybe it's maybe it's not an ape like creature maybe it's more human than we thought in Russia a few hundred years ago a woman was captured in the woods her species is referred to as an Alma they just considered her a wild woman she was extremely tall extremely hairy was naked in the woods when they found her she was forced into slavery by Russian villages and gave birth to unwanted sons at the time one of her last descendants supposedly died out in the early 1900s that's fact that's recorded so giants of the world yes the real Bigfoot Sasquatch still up for discussion but there you have it a cryptid still in a way but a cryptid that has proving science behind it now that just may change the way we look at humanity itself thank you so much for joining me on the paranormal conclave I hope this entertains you I hope you got a little knowledge out of it and I look forward to having you back and as always bye bye thank you for listening to the paranormal conclave join us next time for another haunting discussion on the things outside our normal realm of reality and thinking paranormal